LLC owners alert. The government is coming. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's Adam Talks, January 1, 2024, FinCEN, Treasury, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network is coming for your LLC. Believe it or not, yeah, this is happening in America. This podcast will discuss that how every beneficial owner of an LLC, anyone who owns more than 25% of an LLC or has some control over an LLC, will have to report their beneficial ownership to FinCEN and ultimately to the IRS. Um, And it's coming for all new LLCs. And guess what? All LLCs that have been created since the beginning of time, you will have to comply with this requirement by FinCEN to disclose who the beneficial owners who are more than 25% or have control over the LLC. Very few exceptions. This is going to hit 35 million plus Americans. This is a a big, big reach by uh, Treasury and ultimately the IRS to learn more about who we are and what we own. So that is a summary of today's podcast. The podcast is going to go into detail about the Corporate Transparency Act, the CTA, which is set to go into effect January 1, 2024. It's hard to believe this has not gotten more attention. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of attorneys, CPAs, friends, colleagues that have no idea this is happening. This is massive. This is probably one of the largest reaches by our federal government to learn more about our beneficial ownerships into U.S. companies. Most of this data they can learn already from partnership returns or from Schedule Cs. So it's actually just a situation where they just want to hand it to them in a more efficient manner because they can gather all this info much to their desire by looking at 1065s. Partnerships will show on the K-1 who owns what. Um, And then they can take that ownership and then look further to who owns those LLCs by looking at Schedule Cs. So what they're trying to do is basically go deep, deep, deep and to find a person, right? This goes to their concern about money laundering, terrorism, um, drugs, all the bad stuff that goes on in the world. And FinCEN, Treasury and the IRS is trying to get a handle on it. So that's where they're coming from. I think their attentions are good. The problem is They kind of want to do us to do all their work for them. And I am going to be curious to see if anyone constitutionally challenges this. I'm not sure they'll be um, successful because I think the federal government does have the power to search for this information. It is somewhat reasonable to ask for it. Now, the defense would be, hey, you have all this information already. You can go find it. Why do we need to give it to you on a silver platter? But um, we'll see. That's maybe for a later day. But this is happening. Um, some people are hoping that, you know, a fact that there's not a speaker, uh, the fact that this has not been very publicized. There's hope that this can get pushed six months or a year. I, I think there's a 50-50 chance, honestly, that it can get pushed back just because um, this division of FinCEN has, like, I've heard less than 500 employees. And they're expecting to get 35 million of these um, FinCEN reports um, submitted electronically. So I'm not sure what the heck they're going to do with it. 
um, what the point of it. But um, so here are the numbers exactly. And this goes all the way back to September 22, where they looked at the impact on of this provision. I actually looked at my archives and I did a podcast on this, I think in 2021. So this has been floating around for a while. Never went anywhere, but there's been a big push over the last few years with money laundering and um, all kinds of um, shenanigans going on around the world that the uh, FinCEN Treasury is trying to get a better hold on, on what and who the owners of these entities are. So they're expecting 32.6 million entities will submit initial BOI, beneficial ownership interest reports in the first year in 2025, estimates that almost 5 million initial BO reports will be filed each year going forward. So that you're looking at 40, 50 million at some point um, could, be, could be submitted. Um, there's exceptions. They estimate that 6.6 million BOI updates will be filed in 2024 and about 14.5 million will be filed annually for 25. So obviously every year there's more and more LLCs being uh, created, more and more um, businesses, investment entities being created, which is going to create more uh, filing and more work for the uh, FinCEN folks to figure out what this means. So wanted to share this. Uh, let me go into what the CTA report is, uh, what, the, what the actual rules are. This is governed by um, FinCEN, U.S. Department of Treasury Financial Crimes. Um, their cover is, hey, we're trying to catch the bad guys. So unfortunately, to catch the bad guys, we're going to have to uh, put this burden on um, a lot of good Americans who are just running a business or an investment vehicle, real estate entity. Sorry about that. We know it sucks, but it is what it is. So what do you have to do? So number one, the first requirement is you have to be a beneficial ownership. Okay. So this applies to entities. Okay. This applies to LLCs. Okay. Um, it applies to most private entities. Um, so the idea of a reporting company is basically any entity. So it could be um, it's any domestic or foreign corporation, limited liability company, limited partnership, or similar entity formed or registered to do business within the United States or tribal jurisdiction by filing a document. Okay, so any, any entity, foreign or U.S., in any state that files with the Secretary of State of any state to do business in the United States, is a reporting company. Now, what are the exceptions? So there are exceptions for entities that are already subject to other federal reporting, such as investment advisors or like trust companies that have other reporting requirements. Um, large family offices may qualify for exemption for large operating companies. Um, that's someone who has at least 20 full-time employees, a physical US office, and more than 5 million gross receipts. So they're not requiring the big, big companies to do this because they have that information on a partnership return. Uh, Tax-exempt entities and private foundations are exempt. Um, certain inactive entities are exempt. And certain types of trusts, which are not created by filing the Secretary of State. So, you know, grantor trust, irrevocable trust, that type of stuff will be exempted. Hence, I think you're going to see a push by more and more um, folks to use trusts instead of entities <coughs> to do business, to get around these filings. But, you know, we'll see if they expand the definition of a reporting company, but there are exemptions for, for larger companies with more than 5 billion gross receipts, 20 full-time employees. So um, a chunk of operating businesses will not be required, but most small businesses, most investment funds, real estate funds, 
real estate holding companies, uh, investment holding companies will be required to file this. Um, what kind of information are they looking for? So number one, you're going to have to get a FinCEN number. So you're going to have to register for a FinCEN number. Um, they're going to want your name, your date of birth, your current address. They're going to want a unique identifying number from an acceptable identification document, like a passport or driver's license. They want copies of identifying documentation, like your passport or license. And um, they are going to do whatever they need to do with this information. It's unclear. Um, the interesting thing is they're looking for an individual. Okay, so if you have an, an LLC that owns an LLC that owns an LLC, you're going to have to go down the line to find who the actual person is. So if someone has 25% ownership, but they're not an, an individual, you're not going to have to include them. You're going to only have to include someone that owns 25% or more. That's a person. But here's the big catch. They also want information if you have substantial control over the company. So if you're a senior officer, your ability to appoint a senior officer, you're an LLC manager, you have decision-making on the business finances or structure of the company, um, <laughs> or um, you have a substantial control, which is unclear what that means since if you have less than 25%, you may not have substantial control. But basically if you're a manager, president, senior officer, you can make decisions. Even if you own less than 25%, you have to include that person's name. So if you have a situation where you have an LLC owned by two LLCs 50-50, but John Doe is the manager of that LLC, you have to include information on John Doe, even though he technically may not own 25% or more of the entity because some other LLC is, doesn't matter. You have to include John Doe's information. And then ultimately the IRS will keep, or FinCEN or Treasury, will keep going down the list to find that LLC who the owner is, who hopefully will have to at some point down the line complete one of these beneficial ownership forms through FinCEN. <coughs> Excuse me. If you have an example, like LLC A is owned by LLC B, LLC B is owned by LLC C, LLC C is owned by LLC D, and LLC D is owned by Adam Bergman, ultimately Adam Bergman is going to need to disclose my ownership to LLC D. And if FinCEN has that, they know who owns LLC D, they're going to be, or E, they're going to be able to know who owns D, C, A, and B. So they're just trying to put the puzzle together. They have most of this information through Schedule C's. They're concerned that if there's foreign ownership, they may not have it. They may not be filing tax returns and they want it. Um, again, their intent is positive, right? We all want to stop bad people, terrorists, drug dealers, criminals from doing business in the United States. We want to protect our families, our children. We want to protect the U.S. system. I get it. Is this an overreach? I don't know. We'll see what the courts say. They're basically asking us to do their work for them. Um, is it a big burden? Yeah, I mean, you have to get a FinCEN number. It's kind of a pain. There's big penalties if you fail to comply. Um, people are going to screw up. They're not going to understand the rules. This has not been publicized. Um, the good news is for IRA LLCs, for checkbook controls, IRA Financial will do this work. So even if you have an IRA that owns the LLC, the IRA technically is not a beneficial owner that it is required to submit a FinCEN um, beneficial ownership report. But the manager, since the manager is a person and the manager has authority over that LLC, the manager will. So IRA Financial as a service, we will be handling this for our clients. Um, you know, it's going to take working with our clients because if there's an address change, things happen. You have changed managers, change your address. Um, you have to update uh, within 90 days. You have to update. Actually, it will be within 30 days, but initially 
going to be within 90. We're going to have to update that information. Um, and again, the IRS, FinCEN, Treasury um, is going to want to know. Um, they say FinCEN is required by law to maintain the BOI in a secure non-public database with high levels of protection. We've seen what happens to the IRS when there's uh, folks that want to get this information out there. Uh, but federal agencies will have access to the BOI for national security intelligence or law enforcement. State, local, tribal law enforcement agency will also have access. Um, failure to comply. What happens if you screw up? $500 a day up to $10,000 and imprisonment for up to two years. So this is not a joke. Okay. The money is not grave, you know, up to 10K, $500 a day. But if they, I guess, find that there's egregious failure, intent, two years in jail, up to two years. So no joke here. Um, and I'm shocked again that this is not more widely publicized. I've barely read anything about it in the Wall Street Journal or other. Um, you know, mainstream media sources, even online, social media, there's really no discussion about this. I, in fact, met, spoke to a member of Congress who's not on the Ways and Means Committee, but, you know, he's a member of Congress and he really wasn't aware of this either because uh, I wanted to ask him what his thoughts were in terms of overreach. Um, he's more of you know, a libertarian type member of Congress. Uh, he actually didn't even know this was in play and he was going to learn more about it, but because uh, he's like, hey, I own LLCs. I, I, I got to know about this stuff. So again, there are some exemptions for larger companies or um, companies that are, are inactive. I can see more people going to trusts, trying to get out of this. Um, listen, I know there's a lot of people that value their privacy. I get it. Um, government is not perfect. There's some bad actors in government. Government starts off with programs that have good intents. And then we all know what happens. It, it metastasizes into a cancer. I get why people want to protect their information, their data, there's breaches. Um, so all I can say is, again, the IRS, Treasury, and have a lot of this info if they want it. If someone wants to audit Adam Bergman, they'll be able to find out what I own. Okay. What we're doing here is we're just kind of serving this on a silver platter so they can literally just check, you know, XYZ LLC and, or just check Adam Bergman and they can see everything I own. It will stop. Um, bad actors, I think, but there's always ways around it. I think a lot of bad actors don't report accurately anyways, and I'm not sure they're going to report on this as well. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how it plays out. It, there's a chance that it gets pushed because we're in October already, and this thing's supposed to kick off next year. Um, there could be, uh, at least there'll be a 90-day window. There'll be a year to comply with it. Um, but for new entities, they'll have to start complying within 90 days of forming in 2024. Existing entities will have a year to comply. <coughs> you're going to have to get a FinCEN number. You're going to actually have to know to do this. People are going to have to tell you about this. It's going to be a mess. FinCEN doesn't have enough people to even deal with the millions and millions and millions of reports they're going to get, let alone what the hell they'll do with it. So I do think there's a high likelihood that it gets pushed at least six months, but we have to prepare that this will uh, be operational you know, in 24. Good news, if you are a client of IRA Financial, we will handle this for IRA LLCs. Uh, solo Ks will likely not have to do this since they're a trust. Um, so I do think there'll be a big push to get into a Solo K or use an LLC instead of a trust. Uh, excuse me, use a trust instead of an LLC to do checkbook control. We'll kind of see how that plays out. Uh, but again, my job is to educate people. We are on top of this. I've been following this for two years, um, talking to our lawyers and advisors on how best to 
offer services to our clients so they stay in full compliance. I think this is going to be a wake-up call to a lot of small businesses and investment uh, funds that just kind of aren't aware that this is going on, right? How many people set up LLCs? They kind of do some stuff out of it. They're not sure. They do some real estate. They do some stocks, maybe some investments. And if they don't comply, there there's, could be $10,000 of fines and two years in jail. <laughs> so this is going to be uh, a serious wake-up call for a lot of folks and um, hopefully it gets pushed. But if it doesn't, I promise I will talk uh, and spend more time on this and make sure everyone that uh, follows me, watches uh, on YouTube or listens to my podcast are well-versed in the details of the Corporate Transparency Act, who's a reportable company, who's a beneficial owner, and what our job is in terms of registering with FinCEN, getting a FinCEN number, and reporting all our LLC and entity info to the lovely United States government. So thanks again for hanging out with me today. I hope you uh, will enjoy the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of depressing. Uh, we're just you know, giving up more and more and more data. There's just so much more to find about us. Yes, I hope the government will keep this secure, but yeah, listen, once it's in the government hands, it's, it's available, right, for government agencies to use. See how it goes. Um, otherwise, again, I appreciate you guys spending some time. If you have questions, send them, submit questions. I love hearing from people. Um, obviously, if you um, enjoy the podcast or video, you know, let me know. Give it a like or don't forget to subscribe to uh, this podcast, which drops every week. I'm doing this for like five years almost. Um, so a lot of fun and obviously a lot of other content on the platform, IRA Financial, our websites, our social media platform. We do amazing stuff. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, going to get into TikTok. We're going to start doing some TikTok. I have some younger clients that are asking for TikTok. So I think we're going to make a push there as well. But really focused on YouTube because the idea is to give you know, more long form uh, content, videos, podcasts. So people can digest, understand the rules, and hopefully ask some questions. So um, again, thanks for hanging out. Have an amazing day, and I'll see everyone next week. Ciao.